Hello everyone, my name is Melissa, her name's Whitney, and you're listening to Platonic Life Mates Podcast. Wow, mm-hmm. I don't even have to be here now. Cool. I know. I Bye. really, I had to fight the urge to, I've been listening to a lot of, um, this might get weird, and so I had to fight the urge to say, and if you didn't know that, now you know that, your life is better now. <laughs> uh, but how are you, Whitney? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. on my adult winter break, so life is good. Oh, yes. Good. Right in the middle of it. One week down, one week to go. I always oh. feel like I've squandered it, though, because I haven't done all the things I was like, I'm going to get all this done, and I haven't done any of it. I, f- so. I feel like that sometimes when you have like a free weekend or whatever, um, but I, I've decided that I don't consider those squandering if I didn't get what I want to get done, because maybe, maybe what I needed was the relaxation and the mental health break. And so taking a break mentally and physically, I've decided that's not squandering. That's just what I needed. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, and like Christmas was all right in the middle of it. So it wasn't like free. I mean, it was still right. Had a lot of shit you had to do, but um, yeah. So I'm feeling good. Good. I am. I'm feeling better. I had, I got a Christmas cold. And so so did we. Everybody's gross and ugh. Yeah. I think it was just, you know, I, I I had my plans of staying home and being the hermit that I typically am, and I branched out a little bit, visited my sister-in-law, and just I think maybe I was around people and I got a little sick. Yep, that's what you get for going and seeing people. That's what I get for being a social butterfly that I am not. Mm-hmm. And now you will be punished. How was uh, Christmas with your family, with your with your nuclear family? I guess. Oh, that was good with the the three people that live in this house. That was very nice. The kids were fun. Good. Uh, they you got to see themselves. you got to see me on Christmas Eve, unplanned. I did. That was an exciting surprise because you. Yeah. Well, we were area. supposed to see each other last Sunday, but sickness Joey and your the, family exactly threw that off. So at least you got to see me. We'll see you tomorrow, though. Yes, hopefully. That could have been my tiny joy. I've been like, ah, now you really get to see me tomorrow. (laughs) I know, right? Last week was just a... It's because you jinxed us because you used it as a tiny joy before it happened. I know. I counted... And Joey had the stomach flu. And I'm... Yeah, it's your fault. I'm going to tell him that. It's actually (laughs) Melissa's fault. I counted my joys before they hatched. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. My my Christmas was okay. Like I said, I visited my sister-in-law on Christmas Eve and then Christmas... Um, was mostly alone it was it was a it was hard it was emotionally hard but it was I mean got through it and then had my cold but the next day I was kind of okay I think I texted you I was talking to you the next day and I said <laughs> I feel I mean I didn't drink anything on Christmas I said I think I'm I feel like I'm hung over can can you be hung over from grief and you're like absolutely I was like ah oh, see my yeah. my feelings are justified my health is justified I felt better yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never had a grief hangover I think mm-hmm. that's a thing uh and if it's not it should be yeah i'm um i'm gonna i've decided makes total sense absolute total sense okay well today's episode we are going to kind of go over the past year and talk about things that's happened the past year in society and pop culture and politics and anything else we decide to talk about and we're going to decide if we're going to toast them or roast them how we feel about those things yeah we're just gonna send 2019 on its way 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I, and I feel like I think you and I have talked about this and I feel like I, I've talked about it with other people. I don't know. I haven't met anyone yet who has been, you know what? 2019 was my year. I think everyone is just ready for this year to just Viking funeral right out of here and just get rid of it. Yeah, it was not. It was a. I think it was a weird year. I think it, it was, was a. It was a very intense year for the country uh-huh. on a on a global level. There was a lot of intense. It was polarizing. Things. It sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, it was a lot. And then I just think on a lot of personal levels for a lot of people I know there was a lot of stuff going on. It was. I think we're all kind of. I think we're all. It, I don't know. It was a I read year, <laughs> I read someone's like Twitter post yesterday or earlier today, and it was something along the lines of if if 2019 had a voice, it would look you dead in the eye and say, "But did you die?" And you're just like, "Yep, yeah, that makes sense." Mm-hmm. I think it would sound like like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but did you die, my precious? Like precious, and you're like, no, stop. And it would be like, oh, yes, yes. And you're like, okay, we, you gotta go. You gotta, you got to go, Gollum of 2019. I know. Oh my God. Speaking of weird shit, though, did you hear about <laughs> this? Is just random. This goes back to the week. I, there was some weird stuff that happened this week that cracked me up. Okay. Just in like, like the pop culture sphere okay did you see the video that kevin spacey released for christmas yes as <laughs> frank underwood yes yes i had i have so many questions one who was asking for that no i'm one. gonna go with no one no one was asking for you to release a 90 second to two minute video as frank underwood wishing us all a weird creepy merry christmas telling us to kill people with kindness in a very ominous weird way it was so strange and like you haven't been on that show when did the show end last year i think i don't remember Uh, and you were uh, yeah last year i think yeah and you were not on it so you haven't played that character in like two or three years (laughs) and what it was so weird it was the weirdest it's just uh, yeah okay okay kevin Okay, you do you. And then, did you see that the, the you've seen the Peloton commercial, Peloton, Peloton commercial? Yes, yes. Right with the the lady who like her husband gives her a bike and she already weighs like ninety pounds and she's right. like it changed my life. Did you see that the the guy who played that husband in real life bought his girlfriend a Peloton bike? He probably was gifted it. It was probably. Part no sponsorship no he's not peloton breach said he's not an ambassador or a sponsor he That's bought funny. his real life girlfriend a peloton bike and they like took a picture he put he's like don't hate me like <laughs> i but you know in that whole thing when that peloton commercial came out and like people were critical of it i thought it was so weird that peloton like they doubled down and defended it like they didn't like oh i could see where people were coming from or even try to do like like a generalized statement about it they're just kind of like no yeah. like this is this is what we meant it to be and you're like okay. okay okay well and that young woman who plays that that you know wife slash mother in the commercial she's like i think it really has to do with my face like she took the the brunt of that did you see that she's oh like, yeah i really think it's my face i'm like girl no it's because you're 90 pounds and your husband's like you have this 
It's a lot. But yeah, so the guy who plays it after all of this, this week for Christmas, bought his girlfriend a Peloton bike. Maybe she I just. I mean, maybe she wanted it. I, she I, might have. It's just like, but maybe you don't put that on Instagram. Yeah. Like, or, everyone knows who you are. Just buy it and yeah. keep it private. You don't have to I share mean, that you did that. I guess. Or, or like, really, really pack on, like, the satire, funny humor of it. Like, you know. Well, he didn't. It wasn't right. out there. It was just like, don't hate me. And I like, was like, it was nope. a miss. Like, he should have, like, like not maybe, had his, made it, maybe had his girlfriend, like, making fun of the commercial. Like, something where you're just like, it's really satire coming across. Yeah. Like, that. like, she wanted it, but let's make fun of ourselves for it. Like, it was just, it was like funny, but way. not in the, like, I just was like, oh, that is a choice. Like, why would you advertise because... you did this after all of the bullshit that just happened over right. this stupid commercial? Because I will like, say. Go ahead and buy it. There's the bike, the Peloton, the original. There's the tread. I think it's like a um, a, a treadmill without, like, the front plate on it. Yeah. And supposedly there is, this year there's going to be released, or the 2020, this coming year is going to be released, um, a peloton rower i love rowing it's my i jam. love rowing too no and so as far as cardio that's the only thing i like doing. exactly i've been considering getting a rower just to ha- like i love it but i was like oh maybe i want to wait for the peloton one to come out but then i was looking at the price of like the peloton tread versus regular treadmill and it's a lot more And i'm like what am i really going to get out of a peloton rower maybe i just want the regular yeah. like a typical concept rower so i'm still undecided but see i want one maybe <laughs> we'll look at the prices well yeah, who you knows? There's still there's a lot out there. I've been looking at them. Not that I'm buying one out of the money, but they're right. fun to look at. Exactly. Uh, and there's a ton that have like built-in. Well, that's thing too. There's like a membership on. too that goes along with that. Yeah, you have to buy the membership for. I don't know. Mm, it's like it's I think thing. you can like I don't know if it's lease or like lease to own like a Peloton like sixty bucks a month plus the membership. Another and I was like, twenty. What? <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a so lot. I'm like, eh, maybe just the rower for me would work, and just you know some YouTube or Netflix, and just get my row on. <laughs> exactly. Um, before we dive into our toast and roast of 2019, um, I have a funny thing for you. I want to try out. You know how it's kind of one of those things you see them all the time on social media, like find your dirty elf name or your stripper, whatever. This one is find your new nickname and. I thought it was funny because um, mine came out. I, just thought, I thought it was funny because mine came out funny. So I want to see what your new nickname is and then I'll share mine. Okay. Okay. So you're going to need your favorite movie, uh, your na- your first name, your best friend's name, and your favorite series. Okay. So first you're going to take the first letter of your favorite movie. Oh, I have to do, oh, I have to do this. Or just I tell me what your favorite movie. I can do it. All right. I don't have, all right. Which, You're doing the work. Okay. Which favorite uh, movie? My favorite movie, Roman Holiday. Okay. So first letter of your favorite movie is R. I did, and maybe not my favorite movie. It's the first one I thought of, which was Love, actually. And I'm staying true to this because of how funny my nickname comes out. Oh, okay. <clears throat> what is the last letter of your first name, Winnie? Why? <laughs> Mine's A. Okay. Who's your best friend, Whitney? Um... I don't think you know her. All right. So you need the second letter of your best friend's first name. And my second letter of my first name is E. Wow. You are being very presumptuous. I'm just decided. (laughs) So the second letter of my best friend's first name is R. 
kidding. <laughs> sure. Sure. H. Fine. Okay. All right. What's your favorite series? 30 Rock. What? I love 30 Rock. I mean, like, if just if it was there was only one show I could watch forever, 30 Rock. I have a lot of favorite ther- series, but that is my. I love it. It's ridiculous, and I love it. Okay, so you actually need the fifth letter of your of your um, fifth letter of your favorite series, and since I'm just, I'm counting the three and the zero, three zero R O C. Okay, and then I did Gilmore Girls, so mine would be O. So my new nickname is L A H O, and I say that as La Ho. <laughs> Fair enough. Yours is not funny. It's like Rykick R Rycy Rycy. R-Y-E-C. Ricey. I think I'm going to go with Ricey. Your nickname Ricey. is Ricey and mine is Laho. You are a Laho. Well, you're Ricey. Ricey. So we're going to change like, hello, my name is Laho. This is Ricey and welcome to Platonic Life Mates. I won't remember that in 10 minutes, but you go right ahead. Well, I, I just wrote do them that. down on a little round sheet of paper that I have on my desk and I'm going to put it up here on my little board and... Uh, Ricey and Laho welcome you to our podcast. I like it. I like it. All right. Toast and roast. Let's do this. Twenty nineteen, you piece of shit. Well, there's some to- there's some toast. There's in no. Here. There were some good things that happened. I will also say some of the stuff that I was like getting my thoughts together. I kind of don't have a, a major opinion on them. It's just here they are. This is what happened. You know. That's fair. That's fair. Do you want to start with a genre or do you want to hop around a little bit? Mm, no, because if we hop around, I won't remember where we are. <laughs> All right. Let's start with... Um, so where are we going? I feel like we should start with politics because I feel like... Let's we get that get, out of the way. Get out of the way. And maybe we can end on like some like groovy, like some music and movies and stuff like okay. that. Yeah. Let's end on a higher note. Do you okay. Agree? Yeah. I like that. <laughs> politics. Let's rip the bandaid off. so spoiler alert i feel like this is a lot of just like roasting some bullshit it's just gonna be some Mm. stinking roasting this isn't a good christmas roast like potatoes and carrots and onions this is not it's a tire fire (laughs) sulfur Mm. all right well we started the year with the longest government shutdown in our history of 35 days now technically it did start on december 22nd but carried over but the majority of it was in this year so i counted it as this year it was almost the whole month of january we just we didn't have a government in functioning yeah it went until january 25th so 35 days government shutdown boom it was the second the second time that the trump administration had furloughs and they'd only been in for two years uh, and I think it was a big deal, obviously, because it was long, but also it was kind of happened over the Christmas holiday. So a lot of people are traveling on vacation, national parks, stuff like that. Just like people couldn't use and roadway, certain areas and stuff like that. So it just it had a big effect, not only being long, but also just the time of year that remember it happened. Remember the TSA nightmare? Yeah. Like people were trying to fly and there was like, we have one TSA person for mm-hmm. all of you. You know, I should, I would, thank God we didn't have to travel. I know. But, and I um, guess I would hate yeah. to be the person like during a government shutdown, like obviously like critical staff stays and stuff like that. I, I, I would hate to be like, my job is to define a position as critical or not. Like it's the government. All positions should be critical or the people, honestly, like for functioning reasons, the people that aren't critical are the reason are the people who put us into shutdown. Honestly, 
And it's kind of like a catch-22 there. Uh, I don't quite agree with that. But, okay. Um, you don't think TSA people are critical? No, I do think they are okay. critical. That's what I no, mean. People I don't like that are critical. That's how I mean everything it. work. Uh, yeah. So I, I couldn't remember exactly what had happened. I had to read about it again. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's right. I mean, it was obviously the budget for the year. The whole thing was tied to the stupid fucking wall. Right. It if you don't give us the money for the wall, we're going to shut down the government. It's like, well, but, and, but the House had passed a bill with no money for the wall. The Senate was had passed a bill for no money for the wall. Trump was going to sign it. And then he got guff of like, you're caving. So then he said, I'm not going to sign it. So essentially, mm-hmm. Congress did their job and was like, okay, we're going to pass the next year's budget. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to pass this budget, even though it doesn't have money for the wall. And the president then was like, meh, no. Like supporters were like, hey, you didn't do this. You said yeah. you were going to. And then he was like, oh, okay. And so that's, I mean, that's the big reason that this stupid shutdown happened. So I'm giving it a big roast because it was ridiculous to have a shit ton of people out of work for over a month because of a stupid fucking wall that still is not happening and is a dumb idea. Yep, I agree. Throw the tire fire. Roast it. All right, fucking roast. Ugh. All right. <laughs> uh, Democratic poll for president reaches one million. million candidates. Oh my god! I feel like that's like a SNL skit. Like tight. Like that's the that's the someone wrote a skit for SNL and that's the title of it. Oh my god! Doesn't it? It, it like... doesn't. It doesn't seem that doesn't. It's not okay. It's not. It's not real. It's not okay. Yeah. I, I don't mean, even know. And I, I it's in so I I don't vote down party lines. I vote uh-oh. like on issues and what someone stands for. But like gun to my head, I have to identify with one of the two major parties. I identify with the Democrats most 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 of the time. Um, if I if you were going to add like third party and other parties in there, you know, no, I'm saying two majors. This is where I'm going to identify. So I find stuff like this to be somewhat embarrassing, you know. Um. That it's just like the big, big, let's get our shit together. Like let's let's get behind a candidate, or you know what I mean. Let's be, let's make a decision. That's how I look at that a little bit. Well, it's so clear that several of the like, what we were up to twenty one or twenty three. I can't mm-hmm. even remember. We're not there anymore. We've had several no. drop out. Uh, let's obviously there's people who stand out front. A multitude of you are not gonna make it. No. It's, it's just you're just, just you're diluting so, what could like you're taking away from pushing like people and funding for like a serious candidate. Also no, that's fine. I'm just gonna stop there. I don't want to keep going. <laughs> I was gonna say something else, but I don't know, maybe you might disagree. We might disagree on something. I don't want to get into a political debate. Oh, I don't care. But uh, I just I feel like some people are so polarizing that while we might not agree with their stance on things, but you're you're so far out of the party. Like your stance is so far outside the party, you're not gonna get that backing. And it's happened before and i feel like that's why we ended up with trump for people like kind of bernie who kind of did other things and i'm not saying he's a bad guy i'm not saying i disagree with all of his politics i'm saying he's so polarizing that it's not it's not gonna work well what i don't agree with is like the bernie or bust like you can't you can't go that way if you're candidate because i think fine have a big pool and figure out what topics are important to you and and who you really support and support them in any way you can, that's fine. But when 
the candidate pool gets whittled down here and we start getting really serious people, if your candidate drops out, then you can't just be like, meh, my, they took my ball and went home. I'm not going to play. Right. Like you can't do that. And I think a big chunk of people had that mentality in mm-hmm. 2016. And like, you can't have, you can't have that. No. Just, no one's perfect. And just because your person didn't make it as the candidate, you, ha- you have to decide. Um, I know. I would say 2016 for me, um, 2016 was my, the first year I've ever voted for one of the two major parties for a candidate president for a presidential election, because I felt like I could see that it was this important. Normally that's not what I do. And I just, it was different, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people did the opposite. A lot of people did typically vote for a major party and they didn't because they were mad. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's gonna, it's gonna matter too much this year. Like, it, yeah. And I, I don't, I, I, I can see, I don't agree necessarily, but I, I can see a path where Trump gets reelected. Oh, I'm preparing for it. I know. 100%. 100%. Because and, and, last and year was so and In awful. a way, it's because, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a political expert. Let's not. I, you know, I've watched Veep, Veep a couple times. It doesn't make me a, a, a political expert. But I, I can see because he is so extreme and sometimes the Democratic tries to try to play too many fields at once they don't go too extreme because it's not safe but it's because you're so neutral well what do you stand for you stand for nothing then you know i see why people get behind a a, a candidate who is extreme i really do Mm -hmm. well agree or not agree with their what they're standing for or not i can see why people support it does that make sense sure yeah so democrats Get your shit together. And then we got Bloomberg, who just jumped in. I was like, God oh. damn it. Really? All right. Oh, platonic life mate should run. You know, we could be the first best friend duel. You can be the, I'll be the vice president. I'll sit in an office and be useless unless you die. How's that? Cool. You can be the one making decisions and I'll just cool. be the one yelling at, uh, what's the tall guy? Jonah. Jonah. I'll just be the one bitching at Jonah all the time. How's that? Well, I want to curse like that. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna roast it. Throw in the dumpster yeah, fire. Oh, that's right. The tire fire. Okay. I'm roasting it. It's just, uh, it's too much. I just can't wait to get farther along in this process. All right. I know. I'm. Uh, I'm sorry. I know we kind of moved on, but I'm gonna. I'm just not. Honestly, I'm not emotionally, mentally prepared for living in Ohio. We just get slammed with political ads and political ads and political ads. I'm just. I'm not ready for it. No. It's not. So. And it just takes away from like other important things you just because people get focused and argue and stuff like that. But okay, moving on. Okay. All right. Well, we have the New Zealand Prime Minister, uh, Jacinda, what's her last name? Arden? Artem. Announces a ban on military-style semi-automatic weapons six days after the Christchurch terrorist attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so... The attacker was a white supremacist. He live streamed his attack and 51 people were killed. And this was, I believe, the largest, um, I know it was, um, the largest shooting like that in New Zealand's history. Mm -hmm. And she just came out. She said there will be a ban on these military-style somatic weapons. And actually, the bill just passed here in the last um, week or two i believe yeah, people have just now been because i've just been all over the news and all the um, you know making fun of american 
organizations making fun of them for turning in their weapons and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, God. it's it, Yeah, so they're handing them in. It's an armistice kind of thing. I think they've... I don't want to quote the number because all of a sudden I can't remember if right. it's 10,000 or 30,000. That's really bad. Um, but yeah, uh, I toast the shit out of this because I think this is amazing. Yeah, um, and I, 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 that you did something and like... And it's not every gun. It's no. military style weapons. Why? Mm-hmm. Why does a civilian need a military style weapon? Like, no. what is the point of? It's, it's you a, don't need this for hunting. You no. They're hot. They're not hobby weapons. Uh, they're why hobby do you weapons. Need it? Um. So, well, I mean, and I and I will. I agree too. I will definitely toast this. Um. Uh. You. It is a hobby weapon. I. I it's not going to translate how things are in the u.s it doesn't translate over we're a different culture and i get that that needs fixed needs changed i think there could be um um like a middle ground i know some countries allow people you can own like these hobby weapons but you don't have them in your home they are at like um specifically licensed gun ranges and they're kept yeah, there you and you keep can it go locked there. up at a gun range yep. you want to go run it at a gun range or you whatever can go there and, use it and play with your toy check it in check it out whatever and that's where i feel like that's like a, that could Doesn't be a good ground to start with and i think that I, I i'm okay with that if that makes sense yeah i would be fine with that that's fine mm-hmm. i just don't because I get like this is some people's thing. I can I'll accept that it's not my thing, but I can get it. And I don't like I get that. So then yeah, like then it has to be at a specific you know, not you know I can't open up a neighborhood gun range where all my buddies can keep their guns now. Like it has to probably like some type of certification, license specific gun ranges. You know what I mean? I don't I don't I'm not a lawmaker. I don't know how that works, but that's just my thought. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean. There has to be something and, and no one's doing anything at all. Right. And it's ridiculous. Just thoughts and prayers. And, and I'm also, yeah, thoughts and prayers. And I'm also really tired of it becoming, a well, it's a mental health issue. Yeah, there is mental health issues. But mm-hmm. you know what also is a really big issue? The fact that you can walk into Dick's and Walmart and all, internet and gun shows and buy mm-hmm. fucking guns. That's right. also a really big problem. Right. Um, so let's take care of and that because mental health isn't solved uh, overnight. No. But you know what can't be solved overnight? The access to firearms. Right. Well, that also, can be solved overnight. Let's also, we can't use mental health as an excuse, but also not do anything about mental health. I, I, I have great insurance through you and I pay out of pocket to see my psychiatrist. You know, like, I, 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 like I've said before, being treated for mental health, in my opinion, is a privileged, like it's oh, privileged yeah. because if I was on like a tight fixed income, I mean, it's either you'll pay my mortgage or, you know, go see my, go see my mental health specialist. Well, you're going to pay your mortgage. You're going to feed your kids. It's a privilege to be treated for mental health. Yeah. So you can't say, you can't blame something and not be doing anything to fix it either. Well, it's like in the fact that we, like Lorelai has come home and talked to me about their, and I knew this was happening, their, uh, drills. Mm-hmm. for this the fact that my kindergartner has to go to school and have drills for if a armed gunman comes into her mm-hmm. school the fact that you i and michelle were sitting at a boys mm-hmm. and men outdoor concert and talking about which way we're going to run if someone starts if, shooting from one of the tall buildings exactly and like had a legitimate conversation about yeah that. not like like, like haha this is funny like oh my god what would we do it's like no we shouldn't run towards the parking garage because there could be someone else there, go there. there could and be someone else yeah. there picking people up like like 
the odds of happening i get are are, were low but it's just it's gonna happen michelle my cousin michelle was in vegas under lockdown during the um music festival shootings you know and i didn't realize how much it affected her until we were at that boys to men concert yeah that's fucking i can't even imagine so like yes it's your right to own a gun but can you like for just for like a moment suspend like it's mine it's mine it's mine you sound like my two-year-old right now it's mine it's mine it's mine it's mine if you could just suspend like this is my right to have this suspend that and just think about the other things that are now happening right we did not have these drills in school for armed gunmen Boomers, you did not have drills in your school for armed gunmen and then proceed to go home and tell your parents what you do if a bad man comes into school, Mm -hmm. how you have to be quiet, how you have to hide under your desk, how we turn the lights out, how we all cover our mouths and close our eyes, how we like... I mean, I see videos on social media selling like products to barricade doors. Yeah. So I understand that it's your Second Amendment right that was also written when it was there for a militia to take arms up against a fucking government. Mm -hmm. But there are things happening in the culture because of all of these shootings. I hate going to crowds like that boys to men concert. I was fucking stressed the whole time. I know I was dancing and singing, but I was fucking keyed up and stressed like well, they the also, whole time. They weren't ser- like they weren't searching people the way they were supposed to. It was no, like no, they were not. Like, I took oh, my bag in. Three they didn't search girls. it. Okay, go ahead. Like okay. there could easily have been a gun in there, but mm-hmm. and and there had just been that shooting the week before in Dayton. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So. There's so much going on besides you just being like, well, it's my right to have this. Mm-hmm. That's going on in the psyche of this nation and something has to happen. And it's not saying I'm going to take your gun away. No. But you, you like, yeah. Okay. This went on way more. But no, <laughs> Lorelai has got, when my five-year-old comes home to me and talks about her drill in case a bad man comes into her school. Mm-hmm. Like it will take your breath away that your child has, your child has, and she doesn't understand. And now she's thought, yeah, but she will exactly. <laughs> like, oh, this is a drill in case a, a crazy person comes in with a gun and wants to kill us because they just do. Mm-hmm. Cool, great. I'm glad I'm going to school. So yeah, I agree. Anywho, moving on. Um. Okay. This one I love. This one made me so happy when I remembered it. I was at the G7 summit. I can't remember exactly when that happened. It was over the summer, I think. When uh, Flotus, Melania, met Justin Trudeau, not for the first time, but she, you know, met him. Yeah. And she, like, kissy-faced and, like, made those eyes. She had predator eyes for him. Do you remember this? (laughs) She did. Yes. Oh, my God. The G7 summit. Yeah. Just. mm. Oh. You gotta feel for her. Like, you're just like, yeah. Girl, you know what? I was like, you know what? You go get you some Melania. If you (laughs) You and Justin work something out, I mean, I don't understand what is happening. You go. I'll support it. I'll support it. I'm toasting it. I think it was great. Yep. Toast it. Mm hmm. Double clink. Toasting it with my marshmallows. I'm gonna make a little s'more out of it because it just made my day. Oh. 
I don't want to toast it over a tire fire. It, it ruins the flavor. It's a separate fire, bitch. Oh, I thought we were just had one fire. We got a campfire and we got, for s'mores and we got the tire fire. I t- yeah. All right. That's good. I will okay. toast it too. Okay. <laughs> I'll eat the next one. Nancy Pelosi's clap Ugh. during the State of the Union. <laughs> this was everything. This was everything. Oh, I watched this. I was watching the video today just to. Yeah. I loved it. My cat just escaped from my room. I didn't know he was in here still. <laughs> Bye, Charlie. Uh, no, I love this. I still will do this. The clap to Joey and he'll do it to me. I just, it's everything. I love it. Nancy, this is the greatest clap ever. I clap to you. I toast this. I double toast this. You double toast it? I double toast it. It was great. What else? Oh, yes. Trump altering the map of the potential destruction by Hurricane Dorian <laughs> with Sharpie marker. I, don't I forgot that. this happened. <laughs> oh, my God. So he altered the map to show it hitting Florida and then somehow going around Florida to hit Alabama. I, don't, I just... I forgot it happened. And then there it was. I, yep. So I guess if you have a Sharpie marker, anything is true. Anything is true. So I'm going to write on my next check a million dollars. <laughs> I'm not going to get crazy. I, I could do 10 million. I'm practicing restraint. You're going to make it up the cash too? Just like cash to yourself it's for fine. a million dollars? Because it's a Sharpie marker. So I'm roasting this because. Oh, I'm what, are you, that. what are you what doing? I, I think once we get out, maybe once we get out of politics, maybe we'll start just to, like roasting and toasting separate things. I want to I want to fight about something. I'm just feeling a little froggy. I want to fight with you, but I'm gonna. Why do you want to fight with me? Uh, funsies. Oh my god! All right, the most diverse class of lawmakers was sworn into Congress for the 116th class. Yeah. Very exciting. Very exciting. I will toast this until the cows come home. I love it. And that is, uh, uh, what's her name? The law that she's very, like, people hate her, but, like, love to hate her. You're going to have to. Uh, I can't think of her name. You have to be more specific. I know. She has an acronym, OCA, OAC. Oh, Alexandria from, yes. uh, from New yes. York. Yes. I love, I love, I like, I like reading her Twitter. I like to just. Yeah, she's yeah. great. She is great. Um, yeah, this was, I think I forgot that it was the most diverse, um, freshman class. Mm -hmm. So that was uplifting. I was like, oh, that's so nice. Maybe important shit will get done. Maybe question mark. I mean, I'm my breath. And I, you know what, that, that happens. So I feel like that happens a lot. Um, like false hope sometimes you're like, oh, something's going to happen. We're going to do something. And then it just like starts fizzling out but i i i i don't see big changes in the next year next five years but i do society like from society i do see i see changes coming in society and so this is a little bit off topic but i see um so i i look at like our generation and how we are and a lot of us were raised in a time when 
um, gay people were still an issue. Like we didn't talk about them in school and maybe like our grandparents were pretty racist, but we've grown up and as adults, we don't care about any of that shit for the, for a majority of our generation. We don't care. We don't care if someone's gay. It's fine. Who cares? Do you, we don't care what colors people's skin are anything like that. Like we, there's bigger issues to care about, but I don't, I don't know that we were all necessarily raised to think that, but we've become that way as adults. Now I think about our children and our children growing up where everything like that is okay. We don't care about gay people. It's fine. Like do whatever you need to do. What do we don't matter? It doesn't matter what consenting adults do. And like you color your skin absolutely does not matter. Now they're going to be brought up in a world where they've felt this from birth. What are they going to do when they're older? Like, I feel like we've, we've transitioned. Our generation has transitioned. And I feel like the next generation is going to be the generation that really, really does change the world. And you, you see those things and how things are already starting to shift. And I think that's exciting. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> Everybody, thank you. Well, that kind of goes to uh, to Greta Thunberg and her being time person of the year, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. Um, I know her stuff kind of started last year with the start of her school protests, but it's bled into this year a lot. So, um her across the seas uh solar powered sail and then mm-hmm. um yeah she's in a lot of a lot of people and... grown people just they hate, her. hate her and i just no. think i uh yeah she can be polarizing her stance can be polarizing but it's just i feel like people hate her because she's calling people out like you've your politics your industry your insert whatever that you know people have made money off or you know was their personal choice in life you're fucking our world up and we have to do something about it and wow you're just a kid you don't know what you're talking about it you're just a privileged kid you don't even go to school you're just from privilege your family lives in this type of house you're just a kid from it doesn't matter who the messenger is. She's not wrong. No. And she's and, what, 17 now? Yeah. Even and her entire life, you guys, I mean, not to be rude, but like most of these people who are griping about her, these 60, 70, 80, you're not going to be around. Like, mm-hmm. sorry, but you're not going to be around to see how you've fucked us over. Mm-hmm. Um, but her entire life and my kids' entire, like, yeah, what's 50 years look like? I don't know, but uh, according to this scary Australian report, it doesn't look oh, great. No. Uh, yeah. And I, I love, I, I love, I don't love, I love to laugh at when people post a picture of like uh, frost on windows in Florida. They're like, oh, so much for global warming. And you're like, weather is not climate, you morons. No. <laughs> Do I need to explain what weather is right. and what climate is? Cool. Well, the ice caps are still melting, fucker. So yeah, I've have you seen like the like kind of like video mat like it's like each year for like what the ice caps have looked like for the past like thirty years and it's just it's extreme. Oh, yeah. Or you see pictures of heartbreaking like emaciated polar bears. Polar bears. Oh my gosh! Just like. It was just like, I want to hug you. I know you would eat me, but I yeah, just... Yeah, they'd be like, finally, food! <sighs> and then you'd be dead. But. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad, but it's also... 
it is what it is. And I, I, I love everyone who does this, but your, um, your metal straws aren't fixing the issue, you know, yeah. like, yeah, we, we got to do a do lot. More. We got to change. There needs to be large scale change. Yeah. Yeah. You have you're, to vote you're... for people who believe in this and who are going to do something. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not just, you know, save the turtles with my metal straw. I mean, it's a good, it's a good, it's not hurting anything, but it's not having the impact that you, that you think it is. Yeah. So I want to, that's actually, it's a stand. I thought a whole, that's a stand I want to change for if we ever do an episode on like unpopular opinions. Cause I have a lot to say about metal straws. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, then. I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say. Uh, But California had an act. I don't know if it was actually called or just nicknamed the Crown Act, but it bans workplace discrimination on natural hair. Oh, yeah. And so, and this is something I didn't necessarily, and this is still like the military needs to keep up with this. Um, It's something I've never had to face, but uh, what is considered appropriate hair culturally is white person's hair and people of color like destroying their hair to be what is uh, you know business acceptable business casual hairstyles and it's just it's not okay it's not okay where it's Mm -mm. it's 2020 like people can wear their hair however they want we've come so far in workplace and like you know business casual you know i see men polo shirts with their tattoos out or you know some like small facial piercings and stuff like that but we're gonna still worry about how a lady wears her hair so yeah it's it's okay that the guy has tattoos because that's a dude thing but the lady her hair that's questionable no so i think this should be adopted and if you really look at it like the military is one of the worst ones with um uh women's hair and specifically how uh ladies of color can wear their hair so we got to do some we have some catching up to do in that in that area but i will toast california for this but i will roast other people the rest of it how's that yes i think new york also passed a law or has one coming i don't think it was it might or maybe yeah similar yeah um because there's been some you know and rightfully so lawsuits about natural hair and being discriminated against well let's just face it hair and then uh dress codes in general are very any uh, so sexist I, in it, how they operate dress and, codes are a sword i will die on uh, with my kids um any dress code that differentiates between the sexes is a sexist dress code in my opinion if we're yeah. going to mandate what we're, what girls can wear what boys can wear based on their gender then it's a sexist dress code and it needs to be rethought i just and even if it is not even if it's just maybe let's it's it doesn't differentiate between the sexes it just gives a length of shorts or something like that it's still kind of sexist in the sense of because women's shorts are a certain length by society's standards and i always think back to so there's a a little girl not a, she's she's not little she's grown she's you know, almost grown now but she, her so you can't wear leggings without something that covers your butt okay you can't wear shorts that are longer or shorter than your fingertips. So this girl to school wore leggings with a pair of shorts over them and in a, in a shirt, right? They were like crop leggings. And she was dress coded because her leggings, while she did have something that covered her butt, she had on shorts. Those shorts were too short. 
but she had on leggings underneath of them and she was dressed that that's just so convoluted to me and unacceptable that i would have been in that principal's office on a different level of 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 angry because there's first of all the kid was at the time was in like sixth grade yeah she's not distracting to the boys and if she is she is that's that's a boy's boy's problem problem. how about you teach the boy how to focus instead of blaming the young woman for being a distraction to other people uh let's not teach them that your body is a distraction to society you need you need to be ashamed and cover this up you need you are the problem rather than the people who are staring or having the issue with concentration or whatever or Mm -hmm. we'll be nice about it um and rather it's it is their problem. Yeah. <laughs> like you are well, not responsible for how someone else behaves. Is that not what we teach children? Yet somehow you dressing is responsible for how everyone else around you behaves. I this is for another day, but I swear has, to God. Exactly. And it has bigger um it has bigger fallout and it just adds to and I I know people don't you know, it comes across people don't like but it adds to this like patriarchy society of Oh, well, you were raped. What were you wearing? Exactly. Oh, uh, you know, she was asking. She didn't say no. You know, but it's just it adds it adds a bigger thing to. Well, this. you're short. You got a short skirt on, which means you're slutty. Right. Mm, okay. It's just the whole thing. The whole thing. It's gross. I can't handle it. And if I'm I- all for like your shirt can't be depicting curse words or you know like right. vulgar pictures of things. Mm-hmm. Totally fine with that. But, yeah. And besides having, like, tits out, penis out, vagina, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think for the most part, people are are going to pretty much dress appropriately. Mm-hmm. Like, But, I mean, I, and, I, and just from coaching, you know, teenagers, dress coding, like how teachers dress code people, it's inconsistent. A girl who has big boobs is going to stand out in what she's wearing less yeah. than a, a girl who maybe hasn't hit puberty yet you're gonna have to and put her in a goddamn i yeah i look i had big boobs all through college i got busted one time because i was stretching and my shirt rode up and you because i was stretching mm-hmm. and you saw my stomach for a quick second and a teacher sent me to the office because i was stretching like give me a fucking break i got dress coded once in high school uh for <laughs> because i had a a shirt that i thought was literary humor and it was a picture of a whale on it and it says moby says don't be a dick but that's beside the point oh i remember that but that's i uh growing up i i was six feet tall when i was 12 and i have long i have long appendages okay my my hands almost go to my knees (laughs) when i'm standing up there's not a pair of shorts on earth that are women's shorts that are longer than my fingertips if they if they were they're like bermuda shorts and they look silly like it's not what i wasn't like what was style you know yeah i rarely wore shorts as a teenager because to school because there were not shorts that were appropriate under our dress code for me to wear yeah all right dress codes are a bunch of bullshit <clears throat> sorry all right I'm getting over my cold. Well, let's move on to what i call society and happenings so this is just basically, in Jeopardy terms, our potpourri category. <laughs> potpourri. Oh, Alex Trebek. He didn't make this list. Then, oh, Alex Trebek has pancreas cancer. 
Oh, I just I was at the grocery store earlier and I saw the cover of like uh People magazine or whatever, but it was like a farewell, like when his last his last um episodes are coming up or something like are that. So, so maybe we should will uh honorable mention in to hear that Alex Trebek well, I'm mentioning you now. His so. end of uh Wheel of Fortune is coming. So Wheel, Wheel of Fortune? Fortune? What the fuck? I'm you sorry. Mean Jeopardy, you stupid bitch. What? All, All right. right. <laughs> well, this podcast is over. I can't. Goodbye. Uh, Ricey, Laha oh says sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, but we'll toast. We'll toast him. We'll host. We'll toast him. He's. Yeah, awesome. that's very sad. Did you see the clip? It came out uh, maybe a month and a half, two months ago, and a contestant. It was after they that he had announced he had pancreatic cancer mm-hmm. um and a contestant didn't know the answer and so what he wrote on his final jeopardy um was just like alec we love you oh i didn't see that That's and cool. he alec like chokes up and it is so like it made me cry oh. it was so sweet it was just this really touching moment of like genuine like human emotion he was really moved by it it was so sweet i'll find it and like it it just was really touching oh so yes toast alex trebek and roast to stupid cancer and i hope his treatments go well Mm. all right on a happier note the usa women's soccer team took their fourth world cup title this is the only sport i give a shit about when World Cup season is on, for men's too, but for the women's, I am a maniac. I watch every game. I watch it at work. I, like, plan meetings around it. It's a thing. So, so this. Women, this U.S. women's team is the only thing about soccer I care about. And, in fact, I think soccer is a shit sport. And it's the sport well, you wrong. play. It's the sport you play until you're old enough to play a real sport. That's why it's the most popular sport in the world. You're so right. It's the most popular sport in the world because of its accessibility. You need a ball and two trash cans and you have a soccer field, which I think is amazing. But it's also, I don't give a shit about soccer, except for the U.S. women's team. You never played it, so whatever. I did. I played stay soccer when I was little and I got old enough and tall enough to be a volleyball player. And I said, peace out, soccer. I'm going to go hit people in the face whatever soccer's great it's the only sport i care about but this was great i ate this whole tournament up Mm, it was like my oxygen i get very into it i will jump and scream and yell the whole thing it's amazing so um and the rest of sports i don't give two shits about whatever yeah so well, and then, like so exciting. much, so much else like came out with this about. I mean, this team is awesome. They win. They behave like not behave. And that's not the right way to say. They're it, classy. The classy, classy bitches. And the men's team have fallout. They have issues, and like the how much they make per game compared it's to the insane. women. It's insane. They didn't just- even make the cut last World Cup. Okay, mm-hmm. they didn't even play. Yet they're still making more. The women's team came here and played um, an exhibition game. I forget who they played, Norway or Sweden or somebody. I don't know. They kicked their asses. Mm-hmm. But I, I hate this whole, like, well, women don't get paid as much because people don't go watch them. I'm sorry. This stadium was filled and standing room only uh, to a crowd that ate it up and cheered and stayed the whole time. So mm-hmm. uh, people came. People yeah. paid. I don't know where you're getting this. People aren't going to come and watch this. I, I, I hate this excuse. I hate when I hear that. 
Well, people just don't want to see women. They just don't buy the tickets. But then you, you can make what? the same argument for men's sports who have like league teams, you know, that, that suck. And so season like Bengals, saying the tickets go down. So then do we play the, pay those players less now because they're not selling as many tickets? Right. Like, you just... can make the same argument, you know what I mean, to other directions. That, but you're not you're not paying these players less. And in fact, when you lose in football, you get first round draft picks the next year. You get rewarded for losing. <laughs> it just you know? infuriates me. And so the fact that these women aren't making as much is astounding to me they've won four award cups in a row they've won the olympics two or three times in between they're 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 unequivocally the world champions of soccer everyone else can kiss their asses yet they're not making the most money no and it's not like little girls are loving like and boys are buying like their merchandise and stuff like this i remember like when this was all happening like like little boys wanting like the Megan I, I always mess up her last name Rapino Rapino like wanting her like jerseys and stuff like that you're like yeah. see this is amazing so yeah I just this pisses me off beyond words um well, people just won't pay to see them fuck you I have been in stadiums that are packed so I mm-hmm. beg to differ so yes toast the women's U.S. soccer team they're amazing they're goddesses Love them. Go to anything you can to watch them because it's very affordable tickets because people don't pay to go see them. Anyway, on the same front, sports, because now we're a sports show. Simone Biles. Come on. Time out. Could you see you and me like doing like a weekly sports recap? We'll be like, (laughs) number 27 because we don't know anyone's name. I don't know anyone's name. just fucking around you should hear me try to say hockey players names oh. that's another sport i'll, I'll watch like i'll uh, go to in-person stuff hockey, i'll go watch hockey hockey yeah well they're all like they're either well the canadians unless they're french canadian they're fine but it's all the russians you have to like yeah. that's why like uh like survey bobrovsky like the columbus we're like no he's goalie bob yeah. <laughs> because we're not no we can't do that name but yeah we'll have a we'll have a weekly sports thing because we're sports now <laughs> it'd be a tragic show it would be awful uh simone biles also a goddess she became the most decorated athlete she has 24 world champion medals now as of this year 24 24 Mm -hmm. amazing i know blows my mind and she's like super humble and adorable by it she's i love her she's great i love like watching like Oh, I, I like gymnastics. I only watch gymnastics during the Olympics. And then, like, I'll catch, like, clips of, like, you know, the national champion, like, uh, the other years or whatever. It like, blows my mind what they do. It just blows my I but, used like, to watch it so much when I was younger. Watching her floor routine, like, there's, I don't know. Again, we're not a sports channel. But there's some stunt that she does. But anyway, like, when she leaves the ground, like, she, like, continues going up. Even after her bounce, like, she's still, like, she's making this flip. And it's just, like, her trajectory is just going up even, like, so high. It's just amazing to watch. Yeah. And I would say people like her have, in a good way, changed gymnastics. Changed gymnastics. You know, gymnastics used to be, like, you know, like, very, if you look at, like, even, like, 2008, like, just how people were. It was very, it was a lot, it was different. It was graceful. It's privileged snobby white girls. Right. Well, and I'm just saying, like, it was a very, like, long-limbed, graceful, balanced thing. Now it's, like hardcore like stunt sports intensity it's not so much about like grace like sometimes simone biles isn't if you uh she's not the like she's not super graceful on like the balance beam but she's like powerhousing through that and it's like now it's a sport it's not she's not dancing on that balance beam she is 
supporting on that balance beam and it, yeah. it's awesome to watch oh yeah she's amazing mm-hmm. she's uh amazing so i yeah good for her most decorated athlete you go but girl. Still be, she'll still be at the she'll be at the olympics and there'll still be some columnist that's gonna write a story about uh she needs to lay her edges down if she's gonna compete on olympic stage and you're just like what the fuck are you talking about why is this even a topic but it was last time and it will be again oh yeah you know it will like why do you why does her hair matter you know what i mean yep when when someone wins the world series are we talking about his balding hair and why doesn't he get that fixed i mean he should have enough money to get that fixed they're dumb beards for their stupid superstition okay Uh, Uh, well i won't i like a beard so i won't i like beards too but i'm just saying they get pretty gnarly by the end of the world series yes yes there's definitely birds living in most of those (laughs) just saying people who can't really grow a beard they just kind of have like a like hairy bits on their neck you're like no you don't count you like fall into glue and then fall into a pile of shaved pubes because that does not look good (laughs) yeah bad the visual oh god whoa whoa whoa! i slipped i'm gonna toast simone biles but i'm gonna roast pubes on chins how's that yeah that's fair i feel like that's fair (laughs) jeff bezos and his affair in divorce i forgot about this because it happened at the very beginning of the year i love you alive girl i love you alive girl i forgot the comma there i love you comma alive girl oh yeah as opposed to dead girl like who else are you texting jeff i mean he that man has a lot of money he can do whatever he wants probably he, like alive or not so there's it, a weird black market out there Whitney. so weird i just oh my god like fine of course you were having an affair you're a rich white man you're like are you the richest man in the world now i can't keep track uh yeah of course you're having an affair with some and have you looked at her she's very pretty yeah yeah she's very attractive so she's yeah alive. of course and she's alive and i was like oh so okay i will never under any circumstances understand infidelity i know i make jokes ghost about ghost mortal. i just there's just i can't watch like a tv show and like there's if there's infidelity i'm done i i and that's the thing is like I, I mean i've never had that problem in my like married relationship i think a guy i dated in high school kissed another girl at my volleyball game and i was like well, <gasps> guy, you know what you know who starts with an m the guy the guy m yeah m like second tu- second tuesday of next week oh i did what oh okay doesn't matter moving on yes um i will never understand infidelity i cannot stand it i cannot watch it if it's a a plot in a movie or a tv show or anything like that i check because it's just so gross and dirty to me i can't i cannot watch it or be entertained by that being a, a plot in anything i can't stand infidelity can't handle it okay Thank you for coming so to my TED Talk. That's a hard no on that's infidelity. Hard no. Hard no. I Got will. It. I will roast Jeff Bezos in my. Oh, I'm roasting fire. it, but I am toasting. I love you, alive girl. <laughs> because I'm, I just, I no. want to know what other nicknames he's used on women in the past. Mm-mm. So if he settled on alive girl for for this one, 
what other nicknames is he using i'm gonna disagree with you and i'm i'm roasting i love you alive girl because again i cannot be entertained by infidelity so why it is humorous nope i don't accept it i'm sorry Roasted. i love you alive girl is the weirdest text it's very entertaining i will agree with the weird but i'm still roasting it it's not okay that's fine it can be roasted Mm-mm. next but, move all on right. all right so the jesse's this bleh, oh my god i have to sneeze jesse Jesse, the Jesse Smollett. Jesse. I'm talking like Bill Compton from uh, True Blood. So okay. All right. So this whole thing is fascinating to me. It's fascinating to me. I had to do a little deep dive because I forgot some of the topics because it happened back in January. Again, January. January was a very busy month for for like pop culture society stuff. So he got a letter in his dressing room and January 22nd, it had like a noose and his name and said they were going to kill him. And then a week later, he supposedly attacked by two white guys who put a noose around his neck and douse him in some unidentified oh, liquid. liquid. He goes to the hospital. They get check him out. He gets sent home. Then he calls the police. When they show up, he's wearing the noose. I'm like, well, you got released from the hospital, which means you put that back on they're not sending you home with a noose around your neck that would be weird (laughs) then a week later you know they bring him in for questioning as well it turns out the two guys who he identified as white guys he didn't know turns out to be nigerian brothers who were on extras on the show he's on i'm (laughs) like what they say he, they, he paid them 3500 bucks a piece to stage this attack. What? And that then it comes out that he probably sent the letter to himself. All of this because he was unhappy with the money he was making and he wanted to make more money. Uh, all of this coming out over the, I think came out within like a six or eight week. Yeah, it's a slow burn. Yes, it just, I remember this like blowing my mind because when it initially happened, you're like mortified, mortified, just outraged for him, just disgusted. Well, and you're like, I'm embarrassed to be part of uh, white people that can do stuff like this. Yeah, just awful. And then uh, in March, he got charged with um, fourth degree felony for filing a false police report and some other stuff. Well, those accounts, because I didn't know where it ended. I was like, I haven't heard anything about this in a long time. Actually, recently, those have been dropped. He served 16 hours of community service. He forfeited a $10,000 bail, and they dropped the charges, and then the case, court case has been sealed. And the FBI is investigating why these charges have been dropped. Isn't that really? intriguing and weird? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... It's very strange. This whole thing is so intriguing and weird and and sad. And I think he still maintains that he did not do any of this, that he's innocent. Even though his, like, cast members were like, yep. Yeah, even though the guys are like, yeah, we did it. There's, um, there's like, receipts and video of them buying the hats and the rope a week before. <laughs> like, there's stuff tying them to it. It's not just them saying it. Yeah. Um, and he still maintains that he had nothing to do with it and that it was, that it really happened. The whole thing is very strange. Well, I'm going to, um, I'm going to 
going to toast him for creativity and an entertaining story. Wow. Okay. It was an interesting read, so I'll give him a toast for that, you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll toast crazy. No. Well, I'm going to roast it because it's felony. I know. I'm uh, going to roast it, too. I was being, I I was but it's really sad, too. I'm just like, oh. It's really sad that we're making... I mean, I don't know because there's not... A, who knows? It seems like... Well, it's sad that the initial story is believable because of the world we live right? in. Right? Like, yep, that that would totally happen. Yep. I believe it. Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. And it's really sad that's the state we live in. It's really sad that if you made this up, that you made this up just so you could try to get more money out of your for your contract mm-hmm. it's it, the whole thing is just super sad yeah i'm roasting it it's going on the tire fire <laughs> uh moving on youtube announces it will stop all comments on videos featuring children because of pedophiles leaving inappropriate comments i absolutely thank god double toast this i yes. love it and also kind of like uh uh I think something else that's positive is going to go out this there's so many youtube channels of like i feel parents are exploiting their children for views for money oh yeah um like the the what's the boy who opens all the toys who's oh, like i don't know but it there's yeah but it's definitely going to change some of those channels because they're not going to be able to have as much um like interaction with their with their you know their crowd and stuff like that i think it's gonna you know like it's gonna change how things work but i some of those if you've like looked at some of the videos of people like deep diving some of these comments and it's gross and sick and that it's it's just out there for the world and it just i have scary. not i have and definitely not once those are popping up on my child's my, my channel with my child on there and like threats and abduction like why dude, would you like, keep doing why it? would you yeah exactly why would you keep putting your child out well it's just part no then no then, no the moment I know that some sort of pervert pedophile is eyeing my child, using my child to get off, we done. Mm-hmm. Like it's not okay. No, my basically, I wanna, like, my kids won't even be on. So, like, I won't post pictures of Facebook of my kids. Yeah, my on, kids aren't on Facebook. Exactly. They don't. There's just there's no reason. Mm-hmm. There's no control over it. There's other ways of sharing pictures that you can have control over. Exactly. And no, let alone YouTube that you don't even have no. to have an account to see. You can wa- you can just watch whatever you want. Yeah, it's it's scary. I it's, yeah, I, I that so. creeps me out. So this is great. I agree with you. Double toasting. I think this is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, NASA. This is the next one. NASA. This is absurd. <laughs> NASA planned a historic all-female spacewalk, but then which you're like, yay, that's cool. You have enough female astronauts for that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. They had to cancel because they didn't have enough fucking spacesuits to fit, fit women. women. And how, NASA. How do they play on the walk and not think that far? Like, how do you, how do you, how do you not know that you don't have enough spacesuits? You know how? Put- because it's fucking engineers, right? That's true. I have dealt with enough engineers in my life. That's how. But before, but before that was like because it was made an announcement it was all exciting so that went through a marketing team too no just engineers man they mm. just come on they're like yeah yeah we're gonna do this and they're like oh shit ladies are smaller than dudes oh shit no yeah it, fucking engineers so i I i'll toast the the initial like idea oh yeah the, the initial plan, thing was great but, but roast roast it 
guys nasa you get a huge roast man come on but then also like make plans to fix it like we're gonna do it we're still gonna get like but no it just kind of died i know it's like maybe well and all those those female astronauts they trained they made the cut they deserve to go on the fucking spacewalk Mm-hmm. anyhow um so april 15th this one is uh this one i i forgot about it but then i was just like yeah uh the notre dame cathedral in paris france catches fire yeah. on uh, my birthday by the way yeah i uh so i have feel i have some feels about this different in both directions but um well it feels bad to say toast it or roast it because it literally <laughs> did. i didn't want to laugh at that um but you know i i've you know I, I've been there. I've climbed those, and you've been to the cathedrals. So I don't. You haven't been to that one, but you've been to cathedrals, and it's there's no elevators in these ancient cathedrals. Oh, no, like, you climb so many. You're stairs. climbing some stairs that are hundreds and hundreds of years old. They're worn by people climbing. Mean, it's 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 an event to get up in some of these cathedrals in in Europe, and to be there and to see it, and like such a historic this monument burns, and it just and it burned under weird circumstances. Like it started in like the. Um, like where the construction was, how the revitalization was happening. And um, I think also it was just like burning and it's such a big structure that it was just hard to put out and stuff like that. Um, so it's definitely sad, awful. But at the end of the day, while it is a historic building, while it is beautiful, at the end of the day, it is just a building. Yeah. And I was bothered by in the aftermath, these millionaires billionaires pledging money to rebuild the cathedral which i think is great it needs to be rebuilt i think it's awesome but there's so many other causes that affect humans that i feel like the people with more like the tw- like so much millions of dollars was put there's more more than enough to rebuild that but there's other causes I don't know, climate change and stuff like that, that we could be putting funds and resources to that are just ignored and that are just made fun of. And that's where I, 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 I didn't like the aftermath of fundraising to replace uh, the cathedral. Well, shouldn't the Catholic church just have to do it? You don't I mean, want to get me on a Catholic church, no, but we are, we are, we are there. The no, Catholic church should have more. The Catholic Church, as an entity, should have more than a. The, so the Catholic much money. Church is probably is probably the richest business in the world, and I say that as a Catholic, and uh, as a as a person who was Catholic, I don't know. How, whatever, it doesn't matter. They should have more than enough money, and, and they, you know, priests live a certain way, and nuns live a completely different way. I just. Mm. Uh yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, college scandal. Oh my god, college admission scandal. I re- I remember. I feel like this came out earlier in the year. I don't think I was really like drilled into like real life when this came out. So I remember like what's happening, um, <sighs> and like having to like go like figure out what 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 I don't understand. And then yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, one... parents were paying. Go ahead. Well, I know. Go ahead. I mean, it's it's just so many people. It just blows my mind how many people were involved. And like, I think they what fifty people were active now. It might even yeah. be more than that now. 
and but just how many thousands and th- how hundreds of thousands of dollars were paid. I know famous parents or paying for their children to be accepted into well-known universities. My favorite is faking their kids like sports abilities so that they could be on like get athletic scholarships and be on teams. I'm using air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like photoshopping them into the um, like team photos and and things like that. That's just my favorite. Being all like you know, being like average Joe, average Jane, on one of those teams, and you're like, excuse the fuck out of me, but bitch, she has a scholarship. Exactly. Well, didn't Laura? I think it Lori Laughlin's daughter. They yes. said she played. Um, uh, didn't they say she played like water polo? Yeah. Yeah. Just like that's not an easy sport. That's not no. one you can fake. No. Like, like that's like a i mean that's a finite skill i'm sure bitch i hope you can tread water and i hope you can throw a ball at the same time like i just a hit in the water and be able to not drown like you gotta yeah i just oh my god the whole thing is just disgusting and such was like underwater boxing yeah right (laughs) it's just such a a flagrant abuse of just privilege and disgustingness and just the ick factor exponentially kept rising as more details came out it's just so gross uh and so felicity huffman Mm. served she got sentenced 14 days she only served 11 of them and Lori laughlin she's still waiting i don't think she's been sentenced yet she's pleaded not guilty to everything which astounds me i don't know how she's pleading not guilty um but I don't, I don't think she's been I don't think the final stuff has come down on her yet mm. um the, th- the one thing that did bother me when this came out like yes Lori Laughlin and, and Felicity Huffman were like celebrities in it mm. and so they were fairly well known but there also were some other well-known people there was a fashion designer whose name I can't remember it was a man yeah um and some other people and the only people that they kept talking about the were women. Lori Laughlin and, and Felicity Huffman mm-hmm. and I did find that irritating I was like there are 50 people here and in the great scheme of things Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin were pretty small players in right. this um they like Felicity Huffman spent $15,000 Lori Laughlin spent more um well also like there wasn't they weren't the but, ringleaders. They didn't create right. this. Well, they're also one side of it. There's also like the university, like the people at the universities and stuff. Yeah. Like the coaches who signed off on this and yeah. the guy selling, selling the quote tutoring. And the th- so why don't I don't know their Like, I know they mentioned their names recently, but why aren't you they weren't the harboring cover. on they them? Weren't, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh, they weren't ladies. the title of the articles written and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. And they were the ones that were going and approaching people and selling these. Mm-hmm. Um, you're the one that had the product. You know, Felicity Huffman didn't create this. Now, I'm not defending what she did. What she did was gross. Um, your kid can go to any college and they'll be fine. Like, as someone who went to four undergraduate uh, institutions, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, and no. But, yeah, so that is the one thing that bothered me about how this was covered. It felt a little, a little gross. Um, but I will roast this because it was absolutely disgusting on the – privileged bullshit that was going on throw it in the tire fire whitney yep uh next one chanel miller's book know my name it came out 
um, in September, I read this. I think this is something we should add to our book club. But mm. Janelle Miller is the um, victim of the Stanford rape with Brock Turner. It's Brock Turner's victim. And if you remember um, the letter that she wrote to him um, was public uh, the year before or maybe even it was before then and we read that and we're just in awe of her but she finally released a book and we know who the victim is and it's just it's kind of the book is about like she's just kind of reclaiming her identity in a sense um, it talks about it takes us through the trial um, she talks about her um, her attorney and how supportive her attorney was the humiliation she felt like standing up and testifying and being questioned by the defense attorneys and also which i'm glad she didn't like brush over this as in like it just is what it is but her absolute rage at his at brock turner's sentence sentence oh yeah um and i just think i mean it's a, it's a hard book to read in a sense but you're also like you can tell this person is stronger now and that she, you know you you're like you still wish it hadn't happened to her, obviously, but you're just like kind of almost proud of her. Is like, yep, like you got this, you go, girl. So, um, I definitely think it's a book we should add to our list. But it's just, I think it's an important part of this year and just women in general and women empowerment. So that's why I wanted to share that one. Um, the next one, <laughs> the ten year challenge pictures. Yeah. I I do. <laughs> I don't hate them. I find them humorous. So the 10 year challenge. So people posted a picture of themselves in 2009 and then a picture in 2019 where I had the problem was that picture quality has changed. Filters are now a thing and people were posting pictures of their, of their present day picture looking younger than their picture from 2009 because they were using like the pretty filters and stuff like that. And you're like, now there should be some unspoken rule about the 10 year picture challenge that you can't use filters. So no 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 so i didn't i thought it was funny also i was gonna do one and and humor and satire humor but i was talked out of it i was gonna post a picture of michael and i and then i was gonna post a picture of michael or myself holding michael's urn but people... i think you should have <laughs> almost like and that was my way of making fun of these 10-year challenge pictures but i say do it i think it would have made some people uncomfortable but maybe i still will i don't care do it <laughs> i will like although i don't get on facebook that often but i will like <laughs> oh, so yeah so i will i'm gonna toast them because i thought they were funny that's fine. not I'm because they were a good idea i just thought they were funny roast them because i hate anything like that i am an aggressive non-participant i hate them all oh. okay oh my god i love this one the script's spelling bee <laughs> I fucking love this. <laughs> the Octo Champions. I'm so happy. <laughs> Eighth Champions. You go, you sad little guy. Oh, you know that these kids. Have you ever. Have you? I've watched like videos like you, know, like document. Yes. And they're like, these kids have more stress in their life than any grown yeah. adult should. Yeah. Um, But there was eight champions because, not because like they just. They, they just, were running out of words. Yeah. They realized that the, like, the organization or the organizers realized that for the first time in the history of the Spelling Bee, which is 94 years old, that they were going to run out of words. And I was like, what? 
<laughs> like, like they just because they just kept spelling them like the last eight kept spelling them all right and like they, they didn't have enough words to go through another round so mm-hmm. they were they were crowned eight champions i love it it makes me so happy I will all, and the thing is it's like i will get behind this because all eight of those kids have worked so hard. so hard they all deserve it so i love it i yeah. will toast it I'll toast, so happy. I'll toast it, but I just I I don't know how you, you don't run out of words. It was just you they ran out of pre approved words is the issue. But like I open up the dictionary and start reading. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care though, it made me happy. And then one last one, and we'll move on to the next category. I, I saw this. I just thought this was great. Oh, this also made me so happy. Uh, Robert F. Smith, which is, um, he's the richest black man in the U.S. He was giving a commencement speech. And in his commencement speech, um, he made the announcement and followed through that he was for the entire graduating class he was going to pay off every single person's student loan. So they were going to be able to they weren't going to start their career to start their adult life in debt. And I just think like that's now those people not that they weren't going to before but they even have a better opportunity to go out there and they can take a job that maybe is more meaningful maybe a job that's going to really affect change in the world because they don't have this huge debt looming over them so now they have they just have great more more opportunities to really do something uh, or maybe go to grad school or something like that now instead of just taking you know the highest paying job because they're starting out you know eighty thousand dollars or more in debt i just it's a great thing yeah, I loved it. It was awesome. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna toast that. Toast it. Toast, toast it. you, Robert. Because I'm right. sure you're a listener. <laughs> all, right, all right. Last last category, which is usually my wheelhouse. Because let's face it, all uh, I really know is pop culture. <laughs> pop culture. Start us off, Whitney. I know you love this first one. I do. <laughs> I can't get enough. So I just call it the rise of Lizzo. She put out her first <laughs> album this year. But she's been around, you know. Yes. Um, yeah. Just the rise of Lizzo. I toast it and then I toast it again. And then I do a flaming toast and shot. And then, yeah. I would like to also especially toast her performance at the BET Awards where she was simultaneously twerking and playing the flute. Like, I know people make fun of twerking, but twerking and playing the flute at the same time mm-hmm. is an unmatched skill. I oh, think. yeah. Or her VMA performance where there was just that giant big like mechanical booty in the back. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm here for it. I love Lizzo. And uh, she's kind of, and she's like really smart and like yeah. thinks through things. Like recently, I forget which, which NBA game she was there, but she was there and um, like the cheerleaders or whatever, their spirit squad were like dancing and she turns around and starts twerking and she just had like the her pants that she has on are see-through and so you see part of her butt and like people were appalled by it but she put herself in the news and then the next day she dropped a single and you're just Mm -hmm. like that's fucking i don't care what you thought about her ass being out of the game that's marketing genius that was i mean it was a move it was a boss move and it was kind of like okay i'll support that it was pretty good yeah i think she yeah i think she's smart i think she's She's very much body positive, in, which is what we need, we need right now. Right. Uh, well, I, I, conversations. And that's the thing is that whole, that stunt, if you want to, I mean, it was a stunt. It wasn't bad. Oh, yeah. yeah it, it started a conversation because people were like, well, you know, NBAs, were kids, are yeah, it was during a performance of this, whatever of. and they have their tits out, their asses exactly. out. 
Lizzo just has a different body type than you those were girls only before. Because it was a big fat black ass. Black ass. Yeah. If it had been the skinny white girl you're watching, you didn't because care. Because it was she wasn't dressed. She was dressed more than people who were performing at the time. Mm-hmm. And I just exactly. like like it just it, let's talk. Okay, let's talk about that then. How is this okay and that's not? It, exactly. it you can't have it both ways. Exactly. So. No, I love her. I think it's great. Um, her album's really good. Mm-hmm. I really like that album. She's been on tour. I've watched her on Instagram and stuff. It's been great. Lorelai loves uh, one song in particular off that album and like asks to hear it. It cracks me up. So yes, I love it. I toast it and I toast it and I toast it again. Toast it all. Um, Lady Gaga winning an Oscar. Yes, and I also double toast this. Mm-hmm. You know, especially after Lady uh, Gaga. Uh, yeah. What happened two years ago? Yeah, it was like two years ago she lost to, uh, what's his face, Sam. I can't remember mm-hmm. his last name, which was bullshit. Mm-hmm. She lost to the James Bond song. And <laughs> the song that she had, the song that she had written was for the movie um, Hunting Ground, which is a documentary about rape and rape culture on college campuses, which is very personal to her because she has been raped. Mm-hmm. And the song is really beautiful. The performance at the Oscars was really moving. Like, I cried. Everyone I talked to had cried. It was really moving. Now, granted, you don't vote based on the performance. But still, the song is really beautiful. Um, And and the fucking Academy voted for a goddamn James Bond song. I could have. I lost my shit. So it was great for her to win um, for her writing. Mm -hmm. I remember when Sam, uh, when he won. And there was also, like, he was... He had a lot more to do with the song too, and not saying right or wrong, but I remember that now. But yeah, I also toast her winning her Oscar. I think it's awesome. Yeah, very excited. Uh, Missy Elliott is the first female rapper to be inducted into the Songwriter Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. which is hard to believe. And what bullshit is that? Uh, so I'll it's, toast that. I will. Have yes. you seen the video? Um, there's a lady, she was on the Ellen show and she's like a white older lady and she loves Missy Elliott. Like it's her favorite person. And she's like performing the rap song with her, like with, or she's performing Missy Elliott's rap song. And yeah. Ellen surprises her by Missy Elliott walking out onto the, onto the show with her. And it's just, it's a real, you should look at it. It's really, it's really good. I really like it. Hmm. Like this lady, this lady like performed at like, like a talent show or something or outdoor barbecue. And it's just really good. And she's just like rapping older white lady, just rapping Missy Elliott. It's, I love it. It's awesome. Hmm. I'll have to look that up. But yes, mm-hmm. very excited for Missy Elliott. Long overdue. Also long overdue for the fact that she's the first female rapper. That's insane. <laughs> um, but good for you, Missy. Good for you. So toast. Toast. Um, Kylie Jenner is the world's youngest ever billionaire at 21, according to Forbes. Um, yes. I think what? it's, it's her, her makeup line. It's huge. I didn't even know that was a... Th- okay, I don't wear makeup yeah so her, her makeup no line idea. is huge um well i remember when it first dropped there was there was it was not good but she, it's gotten better um well clearly um <laughs> she's but a like, billionaire like people like people people go crazy for it like Why? when she releases new products um well it started with kylie lip kit with her with her like you know her lips and like people were like oh they can obtain her lip look with this kit. no you can't no her lips can't. are injected <laughs> Yeah, it's called injectables. And um, and her stuff is not cheap either. Like, it's not like oh, it's marketed to like young people. I mean, it oh, is. I'm but, sure not. Um, she's had she's released brushes that like people like just tore apart as like 
talking about how bad they were and stuff like she's had a lot of bombs but she's had a lot of stuff that's just awesome and she's really smart or her, whoever her manager someone's really smart because when she, she'll release like a new uh bronzer a new product well then she'll release like different versions of that for like with each of her sisters so then she's putting her sister's names on her products too and those individuals so people who are like team chloe are gonna buy anything released with chloe on it and stuff like that oh lord yeah well you know whatever your opinion is on the kardashian jenners you know whether you love them whether you hate them whatever those women are very smart they're business women they yeah i mean they do nothing yet they make billions of dollars mm-hmm. um so say what you will about them but like you know what good for them they've figured out whatever the hell this is i still don't know what this is i don't <laughs> i don't understand um but okay you know what i'll toast you kylie jenner good for you yeah i'll toast the the ingenuity behind becoming yeah. this i don't necessarily support her makeup line or think it's great but no i'm sure it's it, awful this is but, genius but yeah good for you girl get yours mm-hmm. oh the next one Ugh. oh oh man i'm over this I'm, I'm baby smiling. yoda baby yoda i i you know it was cute it's cute but it's been long enough I'm done. Like I'm Why done with you me. Let Baby Yoda have his moment. He's had his moment. His, I loved his moment. His moment is done. It's only been like a month. Why are you hating on Baby Yoda? Well, because first of all, I don't understand Star Wars, and apparently this you don't have to understand but Star also, Wars. This isn't that that Baby Yoda isn't actually Yoda. He's somebody else. No, it's not Yoda. Of course, it's not Yoda. That wouldn't oh. line up in the timeline. Ding dong. No, he's not Baby Yoda. He's Baby something else. But he is a Baby Yoda, whatever Yoda is. Girl. I still think his name should be Toyota because he's little. He's a toy. Toyota. No, he's a baby. It's adorable. It's so the I cutest toast- puppet that's ever existed. Uh, I will toast Baby Yoda, but it's time for Baby Yoda to, to move on. We need something else. At least well, Baby Yoda killed that damn cat meme. I was over that one, too. Oh, yeah. No, that one. I was real over that one. Real but, over that. I mean, he was cute. He's fine. Well, something new has to come along, and it hasn't come along yet, girl. Well, the so baby Yoda lives on. All right. Beyonce's homecoming album and Netflix documentary. Did you see or hear any of this? You probably did not. No, ma'am. <gasps> How dare you? Okay. I'm not a Beyonce fan. You know what? That's fine. <laughs> I didn't used to be. The documentary, though, is really good because you know what? You were just talking about the Kardashians being like, I don't get it. I don't know it. But they work hard. Look, that is what I say to people who don't like Beyonce. You may not like her music. You may not get her. But that bitch works. And talk about smart. Like you talked about Lizzo being smart. She is smart. Nothing is to chance. Everything is planned out. And I think so that's good. I think I'm good The documentary that. is really interesting because it documents her whole preparation up to Coachella. And it is eight months in the making. Mm. And it's really interesting to watch. And then they do parts of the performance, which are really involved and really amazing to watch. And I found it really moving, too, because she – the whole performance was based around, um, like, a college homecoming, right? So she had um, – she set it up like a historically black college homecoming. So she had drumline and flat core. 
and they performed with her the entire time and it was really like i really found it really just extremely moving and beautiful to watch um and it just was like her whole catalog and then destiny's child comes out with her and does a couple songs which is really fun um i recommend it even if you're not like a beyonce fan you're not part of the beehive it's a really good documentary it's just interesting to see and she had just had the twins oh wow yeah so she's like breastfeeding like in between like she had just had the twins and her next thing was coachella that's kind of cool so i recommend go watch it's really good can't recommend it enough um yeah i toast it i think she's i think she's cool i didn't used to be a beyonce fan i was like i don't get the hype but i think she's talented and i think she's really smart Mm -hmm. i'm not against beyonce i'm not like i'm not fan i'm just eh. go watch it watch it this weekend so bossy i am this weekend is today i don't know what day it is (laughs) you're in that weird week between christmas and (laughs) christmas and new year's you don't know what day it is and you're full of cheese (laughs) you don't know what day it is yeah i haven't been dressed in like a week i don't know what day it is just go watch it in the next 72 hours and report back it's very good (laughs) um avengers end game over okay wow avengers end game it's over like <laughs> those are over now <laughs> wow okay um i haven't so, seen it i haven't seen any of them i fell I asleep either. during the first captain america and i never tried again i don't give two shits about Is this any the world of these that movies the little raccoon guy lives in i think that's part of this universe okay. i okay I, I like him. I think he's cute. Uh, he's a cute little trash panda. Oh, I, I guess I have him. seen one of those. So maybe I've seen... I think they're part of this. I don't know. There's like 23 of these fucking Is there? movies in this I remember, whole I remember when this came out too. Like everyone was like the I love you 3000. I don't really... I don't I don't get that. I, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that thing is either. But I just know it was a big thing. So it's over. I don't know. I don't... I don't care. Superheroes are dumb. And I think it's stupid. Was it Chris Pratt in there? Or Chris Pratt. What's yeah, Chris, Chris Pratt. In yeah, he's in weird. That one. I, he's got a nice body, but he's weird. Um, Game yeah. of Thrones ends. Did you also, watch Game of Thrones? I have seen a couple seasons. It was one of these like people are really into it. I'm gonna watch some, and, and I, I don't understand. It's I don't. Stupid. I um so. I was in the same way of like, I don't understand. I don't get this. I, I never watched it. And I was kind of like, you know, everyone always talks about it. And I was like, I always like this day. Like, oh, I've never seen a single episode. But then uh, I started watching it right as it was ending. And I saw I, I like binge. Well, I didn't binge watch. But I watched it over the course of, I don't know how long it took me to watch it. So I wa- basically watched the whole series beginning to end. I didn't have to wait for another season to drop or anything like that. Um, so like I, I finished, you know, watching it right as the last episode was coming out. And so I watched the whole thing being to end. And it was just like, it was weird. It was I just weird. don't get it. Like, I wish I had that time back. It wasn't worth it. And I just, <sighs> it's leading up to this like amazing, like, okay, like it's a like story and I like it. But then it just like, it was just almost like the writers were like, shit, we have to finish this series. Yeah. That's what I heard. I think I... <laughs> 
And like I've seen Jon Snow die. I've seen him come back. Yeah. I wasn't that like emotionally invested in it. Like I said, like I watched it like all together. So I could see where someone had been following this story for years and to get that ending, I could see where they'd be like, the fuck? But I wasn't emotionally invested in it, you know? Yeah. So I was just like, okay, wish I had my time back, but oh well. Yeah. So I'll I'll roast it. I don't really care. Yeah, I roast Game of Thrones because I don't give two shits and come at me it's fine uh let's see oh oh i will say back backing up to game of thrones i will say watching it did help me understand a lot of like game of Thrones memes that were all over the place the like winter is coming and i drink and i know things or something stuff like that like i got those kind of like okay i get where they i get it now but it it wasn't worth this i could have lived my life not knowing what they were i'm sorry uh megan markle gives birth (gasps) baby archie arrived Yes. Yay! I mean, I like Meghan Markle. I, 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 I loved the show. I've always, I've been a made my Meghan Markle fan since Suits came out. I just love that show. It's one of my favorite shows, honestly. Um, I think it's cool. I, I find interest in Meghan Markle being an American, being in the marrying into the royal family. I think she's treated awful by the media. So I kind of, oh, yeah. I'll go down the deep dives reading about that and how people. Or just like, well, she's awful. Da, da, da. Why is she awful? Because she's yeah, not British, you know. And like her family's tried to, her own family has tried to blackmail her. And it's just, it's just, I feel bad for her. But I will say, not that I, I, I don't know this for a fact. It's just reading. I like the way that um, Harry like stands up for her. I think you learn like watching his mom be, you know, like maimed in the media and stuff like that. That he like he doesn't put up with it and I, I think i like that so yeah but i will toast her giving birth i will toast any woman giving birth oh, like you yeah. go lady this is like you pushed a human being out of your body yeah do the damn I'm, thing uh, i'm all about it i was gonna look up a lot of celebrity divorces because i you know but i didn't have time but the one that stood out the one that was in my brain is miley and liam May they rest in peace. I mean, they're not dead, but, you know. Uh, Their marriage lasted eight months. They were on and off again for ten years. So, uh, yeah. Do you think they're really done, though? I think they're done. I think I... I mean, who the hell knows, right? If they got back together tomorrow, you'd be like, all right. Um, But... Are you surprised they they ended in divorce? I mean, I'm almost never surprised anyone ends a divorce. (laughs) because that's the way i operate i'm always like oh okay but eight months that was a shocker i was like Mm -hmm. oh damn because when they got married i follow miley on instagram and i was like oh well good for them that's nice that they you know like oh they found their way back to each other that's sweet they had that break for a couple years and then they got back so so that's that's nice for them (laughs) and then eight months later they're separated so i was like oh well okay um, so Miley and Liam, wherever you are, oh wait, you're both fine. So never mind. <laughs> so I'm gonna roast that because what the fuck, guys? Yeah, you're, I don't care. Roast them. Yeah, you know, like eh, whatever. Um, let's see here. Oh, uh, Fleabag season two. I know you haven't watched it, have you? No, but I I, I have it on my list to kind oh of. Oh my god, out. your stupid list! I right swear thing. to God. Well, you have to move Fleabag season one and Fleabag season two up your list. Because 
Fleabag season two is so actually both of them are very good. But okay. Fleabag season two coming back after a couple years was so good it made my list of toasts. Because first of all, Phoebe Waller Bridge is amazing and I'm crushing on her. And if she asked me to marry her, I would divorce Joey and go do that. Um Ouch. I love her. If I asked you to marry me, would you divorce Joey? No, I'm sorry. Oh, it's because I live in Columbus and not in Cincinnati. Fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. You also don't have flea bag money, so oh. sorry. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's really it's so good. And um she's just the acting is so good, the writing is so good. It's um it's not in any way typical at all. You know what I mean? You're just mm-hmm. like, I don't know at all where this is going. This is nice. And it's an unlikable female character, which I am always rooting for. Yet I also was like, I kind of understand why she's doing this. So what does that say about me? It's just, it's so good. Um, well, I will withhold my toasting and or roasting until a future date. And I, will, yes. I, will, I will get back to you. On get back that. to me. <laughs> but if it's um, not toast, you're dead to me, just so you know. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I think you'd still love me. Um, next is uh, Shane Dawson and Andrew Swiskey's uh, docu-series on Jeffree Star. And I know you don't know anything about this. But I don't even know what any of those words are except the word on. I have, and that's it. Okay. Um, so they, they, these are, uh, so Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star are YouTube royalty. Uh, and I, I'm a big fan of YouTube. For the first, I'm I'm a fan of certain things within YouTube. I think it gives people who are incredibly talented a way to uh, share their talent and their love of filmmaking with the world in a way that wouldn't be possible without YouTube. Um, I don't I don't think all things in YouTube are great. Like you know, people paying millions of dollars to watch a child open toys those aren't those aren't important to me. Uh, but um, Shane Dawson um, and Andrews docuseries on jeffree star i think and believe is changing the way people and the credibility that people give to youtube this was a a year-long project they um followed how um the whole process of the makeup industry why um the markup of the makeup industry why things um why makeup companies hold secrets uh why it's a billion dollar industry all of these things, um, a lot of drama behind it and stuff like that. It was very interesting, uh, series. And at the end of the day, even if it was a eight hour commercial, it's still genius. Like I still, I'm still, even if that's what it, if that's all it was, I'm still like, it's still fucking smart and still genius. So I will toast it because mm-hmm. I right. thought it was awesome. Cool. Yeah. I don't know who any of those people are. <laughs> I'll clue you in sometime when okay. you come visit me. Okay. All right. The Keanu Reeves scene in Netflix's Always Be My Maybe. Have you seen this scene? I have. I've seen this whole movie, which everyone is going apeshit for this movie. And I found it should just be like so-so. It wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. So you're dead to me. No. I, I like it was, this it was movie fine. was insanely smart. I loved it. I thought it was a I thought it was great. And this Keanu Reeves scene where, and he's, he's, he's paying himself. He's playing Keanu Reeves. This scene, this date scene, um, I honestly think it might be my favorite scene of all time in any movie ever made. All right. Then. I, and not because it's fresh in my brain. 
I thought it was I loved it. I loved I loved it. It's hilarious. It's weird and quirky and I loved it. So I will toast it. I will. The scene is really funny. So we're getting specific. I'll toast yeah. the scene because Keanu Reeves is clearly a really good sport. He's just a caricature of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really funny that he could just be that much of like an ass being himself. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really good. The movie in a whole was like fine. It was just mm-hmm. fine. I was actually a little disappointed. I had waited a couple weeks to watch it. And everyone was like, oh, my God, it's so great. It's so great. And I was and I and I love her. Like, I've watched her stand up and I think she's really funny. So I was super excited to see this. And it was just fine. Um, I don't think it was nearly as funny as as people had touted it to be. So. Michelle Obama's uh, book titled Becoming Mm. uh, is the most popular memoir ever. It's not most popular memoir of a female, most popular memoir of a black female. No, most popular memoir ever. Over 10 million copies have sold so far. I'm in the middle of reading it right now. And I bought, I have it because I want, I don't know. Some books I, some books I read digitally. Some books like I still read them digitally, but I want to have the book. Oh, yeah. I have this book. I haven't read it yet, but I wanted to have the actual book. I just started it a little while ago. So, oh, so I will so tell the fact that yes, as an amazing person she is, and she's this is a successful book and stuff like that. I, I will toast. I will toast that. that I, too. I can't toast the book, but I will toast the yeah. Don't the toast process it. of the book being most popular. Yes, and then um, just people on a, like yeah, some people died that oh were like they were a big deal in my life. I mean, this is all about me now. Doris Day died this year. I love Doris Day movies. They are like squeaky clean. Uh, and one of them, she gets knocked up outside of wedlock. Yeah, blows my mind. Uh, I love Doris Day movies. And I love Doris Day. She had retired out to – she's from Cincinnati, by the way. She mm-hmm. had retired out to California. She just like rescued dogs. She had like 40 or 50 dogs on her property that she would just like rescue and take care of. Uh, and she was just like a lovely woman. And I loved her. And she died this year. And then the actor that played Big Bird. I'm sorry. I don't know his name right now. Um, he just recently died as well. And that was a pivotal character in my life. I had a tantrum in a Kmart parking lot when I was three because I wanted a Big Bird. So um, very <laughs> important. Very important to me. And Luke Perry died this year, too. So, yeah. His was really sad. I know. So unexpected. Did, and did really you sad. watch the 90210 reboot? I did not. Oh, God. It was awful. It was so bad. It was so bad. Like, what? It was bad. Not like good, bad. Just like bad, bad. No, like bad. Yeah, bad, bad. Yeah. No, I did not watch that. Um, so, yeah. Those were the memorable deaths. And I toast all of those people but i roast that they have passed on because we'll miss them tiny joy my tiny joy is so we have been asking you guys to like and comment us on um on apple Podcasts. so um and we have two people who have left comments and those comments mean so much to me i and i read them not i mean they're sweet and they're nice but it's also i really like i feel proud of what whitney and i are doing and that 
while yes, in a way, our podcast is selfish, just kind of our way of like reconnecting and talking and having fun and a hobby, but also that like some people are really enjoying this and they're getting something out of it makes me feel really good. And I just, I want to thank you guys, specifically you two who have left a comment. Um, even if you two are our only listeners this time, I just want to thank you guys and let you know how much that means to me. It, it really makes my day. Thanks. For, I was going to say the same thing. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the review, the reviews are nice. So thank you for the couple of people who have, have left reviews in the past week or so. Um, and for all of you who haven't, why not? It only takes 30 seconds. Go do it. Come on. Uh, my tiny joy, I have been listening to the podcast Slow Burn. It's on their third season. The first season, they it's by Slate. Um, the first season, they talked about the Nixon impeachment, which was really interesting because I didn't know anything about that because I wasn't born yet. The second season, they did the Clinton impeachment, which was also really interesting because I was like 10 years old and didn't understand shit. And then this season, they are talking about Tupac Shakur and Biggie Smalls. Complete left turn. Um, and just how they're relationship evolved uh what their deaths meant and their impact on uh hip-hop rap culture what it meant for like the gang wars and the it's just all kinds of stuff so it's eight episode season i think um it might be 10 eight episodes are out now it's been really fascinating because i don't know a lot about hip-hop and rap you know i'm familiar with their music but i don't know much about their murders or their influence on 90s rap, because I wasn't listening to rap in the 90s. Um, and just understanding their influence on like so much that happened. So it's been really good. So I highly recommend um, if you're looking for something a little different. Um, so that's Slow Burn Podcast by Slate. And that's all I got. You can find us at platoniclifemates.com. You can find us on Instagram at platoniclifemates. You can find us on Facebook at platoniclifemates. You can join our Facebook group at platoniclifemates adult lady friends coven. And yeah, that's all the places. So please rate and review us. But also more importantly than that, please subscribe because that's also very helpful. Um, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.